0: Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Dream Stream podcast. I am Yiska Cook here with my dream sister, Ellen Ronis. Hey, Ellen, how are you doing?
1: Hello, Yiska. Hello, everybody. Nice to be here.
0: It's great to see you here. I wanted to tell you since we went, we spoke about this in the last podcast that you offered to help me go through my books, and Ellen did help me very much. I, I read her the titles and we, we thought about it. You don't really need that. And that's not one you need to keep. So um, I want to say I have two big, biggish boxes filled with books to um, try to sell at the yard sale and then ultimately give away to a library.
1: Wonderful. Yeah. yeah.
0: Does that feel
1: good? How's that feel?
0: Oh my gosh, it feels yeah. so good. Right? But of course, then I'm second guessing myself they really want to give this one away and I'm like don't you know I can guess <laughs> yeah
1: I took for some reason I had that idea this just this morning about because I think I'm really good at, at doing that sort of thing like getting rid of things sort through I'm organizing very, pretty organized I'm very organized and fairly yes. fairly minimal I wouldn't say minimal but yeah. um But I had this thought that, you know, people are so attached to their stuff, right? They just, they just get emotionally attached to it. So I had this thought that if I was ever going to do this as a professional thing, which I think I might, um, that I would, I would say, okay, let's, we're going to get rid of this. I would take it and have, you know, and like, if in one week you did not think once about that item of clothing, that book, that tchotchke, whatever it is, it's done.
0: If Um. it's still
1: in the back of your mind, I'll give it back.
0: Okay, I That's love a good that way to do it, right? Because then you know, sort of like easing him. Yeah, because boxes—sorry, in my basement mm-hmm. <laughs> from when I moved here, never have however many, thirteen years ago—that I haven't reopened. And so you figure, okay, just toss them. I'm not going to bring them to the next. You don't place. even. You probably don't even know what's in this one. Well. I mean, I have no right idea. You? I mean, one was office stuff, so I imagine just office stuff. You know clips and staples and that actually might come in handy but right now it's all going
1: yeah I mean another I, way another way to, to, to be a facilitator of things like that would be to say let's say you have a box of office stuff and you know yeah. that it's office stuff before you even go through the box ask yourself what office stuff do I need if it's not if if, if what is in that box is not on That's, your list of what you need right
0: bye-bye. okay I'll do that I will do that. I'll, I'm going to call upon your services Truthless. when I get to the basement <laughs> boxes. <laughs> I'll be yeah. your your test guinea. <laughs> you if know. anyone
1: out there needs that type of service, um, I'm very happy to to help out with that. For you know, for a price, but we, yes. I don't know what that price will be yet. But I think that this is definitely going to be part of what I do in the future. Yes. <clears throat> because
0: it. Say, oh, sorry. I just want okay. to say. Oh. <laughs> I just want to say I feel a sneeze coming. And if I sneeze, oh, pardon me, okay. but I did not need to say anything else. What were you going to say? You know, if you say you're going to sneeze, you're not going to sneeze. Of right. course. Um, I way. was
1: just going to say, what was I going to say? Uh, I forgot.
0: You were saying you're going to charge for your service. You don't know how much.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, because I just want to say that, you know, it's not just about getting rid of stuff for me. Like yes. it's For me, everything I do always has like a, a deeper meaning, right? Yes. Yes. So it's really about making room for more of yourself yes you know i'm saying that just as a little plug for this you know new potential business but um, but i am just saying that because that's how it i experience it so so profoundly you know when i look at my closet now and it's organized and my clothes are not all smashed together and there's not like things on the top feeling like they are gonna fall down Oh, like mine, my closet, <laughs> like mine was before too. You know, it's like, oh my god, this feels so good. And I actually, wear, I'm wearing clothes that I didn't remember that I had, because oh. like, they were sort of in the back or tucked all the way to the side. It's it's really it, it makes a difference. It really does because then I put different clothes on and I feel a little different. Yes. My energy feels a little different. I present differently in the world. Yes, and um, it's cool. I love it. I love it as a, as a part of, I don't know, you know.
0: Yeah, finding <laughs> who am I now? Who am I now?
1: Yeah, who am I now? Exactly, reinventing, recreating, um, and creating space to see,
0: to yeah. see what, what is now. Um, I dream of being a minimalist, but I'm a little bit of a pack rat also, mm-hmm. but I would like to minimize. I mean, I definitely would, rather I'd be, I'd, feel better with minimal things around me
1: i think so i I think so i mean i certainly know i do and i've asked people with that too and they say they feel better too you feel like you can breathe there's more space space to
0: breathe yeah Yeah. i love that yes
1: anyway dear you had said you had some dreams i have not been dreaming at all in my my new space it's been very interesting so
0: interesting
1: yeah i just i i don't know i think that i'm not Yeah, just the way I'm sleeping still. I think it's getting better, but I still think I'm a little on edge and I'm a little sort of confused. And maybe the feng shui is not so great in the bedroom, but I can only do so much with that. And somehow I'm not sinking deep into a a sleep. So anyway, that's, that's it for now, but I'd love to hear your dreams.
0: Thank you. And I want to say that this has everything for me, and I'm not saying this is for everyone who has, you know, Uh, THC that for me when I have a little ganja I although I feel better I'm not as stiff in my body I don't cramp up my legs my feet um, but I often don't remember my dreams and I'm now in another place of not having that Um, and I'm dreaming so it always comes down to that your medicine or your life interests, you know, which do you as well, I kind of want both. So, but um, okay, so this, this first dream, I had it a couple of nights ago. So I dreamed that I was hooking up with Bill Maher. And I think I was saying to him, oh, I've wanted to do this for such a long time, which was news to me. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i love him i love his humor he's and and he's also absolutely the opposite of me in in these ways he doesn't believe in marriage he doesn't believe in having kids and he's an atheist mm-hmm. so me i'm a woman of faith and i have kids and i i would i don't know about marriage but i'd like to meet a mate so um So, but so that was interesting so uh and i should have saved that for till after the dream so here's the dream i'm at some kind of uh like highbrow get together you know like uh maybe movie stars or like famous people i don't remember exactly what the um click was but um and we started uh getting friendly and um, and first he was erect and then he was flaccid and then erect again. And I. I want to say to our young viewers, our young yes. listeners, that that's that happens to men later in years. Mm-hmm. Um, So but it was just for a little while. But then I was really glad when it corrected itself, because. That was more fun for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, so that was that was that whole dream was just like a fragment. Okay. So, how interesting.
1: I love I love the fragments of dreams because I th- I, th- I think that there's just a like a lot there in a tiny little package. Yes, I, I agree. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. So, do you have a title? Would would there be a title to this dream?
0: Um. Getting it on with Bill Maher. <laughs> okay, I think I'm gonna put this on Twitter and I'm gonna like flag him.
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> that doesn't mean anything because he probably will never see it. But <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine if he did though? I, you know, I I I really like him, and um, and okay.
1: that's part of my that would be part of my reality check question. Okay, you know what's so what's do you, you obviously really like him? So yeah. it, like this, there, there is some kind of an attraction to his personality or his yeah. humor or other things about him. You don't obviously know him personally, so.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, I think he's funny. I like how he uh, converses with people on his panel. I just, I really like him. And, um, and you know, yes, I think he's handsome. And I have for decades, you know, it's not like a, all of a sudden, you know, no, it's been an ongoing crush, I guess. I guess it was a crush, is a crush. One thing annoys me about him is that his mom is a Jewish woman, his dad is an Irish Catholic, and he doesn't in any way consider himself Jewish. I guess he grew up as a Catholic, raised as a Catholic, so, but in the Jewish religion, you follow the matrilineal line. So mm-hmm. Jewish religion, if you're, you know, and now anything really go, either parent could be Jewish if you want to teach your children that, but um, he, I guess, grew up not Jewish at all. And he never considers himself Jewish. He doesn't align with my people, <laughs> you know, not. I say that kind of in jazz, because I feel like we're all a family, regardless of what religion we are or no religion, you know, but, or the human family. But um, that kind of annoys me Mm -hmm. regularly.
1: Hmm. Why does that annoy you?
0: (laughs) Because when he's talking about Irish, he says, my people, my people. And it's like, yeah, those are his people. But when he's talking about Jewish, um characteristics or not characteristics but whatever it is if he's talking about he doesn't say my people because he doesn't consider himself i see okay so it just annoys me because Hmm. i think of it as his people because his mom his Hmm. mom's religion Hmm.
1: but that's interesting interesting that it bothers you like who cares what he chooses to identify i Yeah, no, but I mean, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying that is. it's- Well, if ending.
0: I'm going to be with someone, I'm just kidding. Oh, is that what I'm, it I'm is? I'm totally kidding because- No, but I mean, I don't...
1: What, what it is, it, it's, it's your dream. Yes. So it, the fact that that clearly somehow is upsetting or annoying, as you put it, like there's, to me, I suspect there's something to that. I'm not really sure what, but- I guess, you know, there is some kind of a the fantasy of like the, the, the one, that the one thing that's imperfect that might not work if you were a couple.
0: Oh no, there's more than that. I, I already named them. Atheist. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Yeah. No marriage, no kids. That's right.
1: You said all that. There's that's
0: a right. whole lot of things. You
1: like that about him. You can have him in your fantasy. Right. Uh,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: So any other reality checks in terms of the, 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 the place or any of that, just
0: Um, i i can't really picture a place so i'm not sure where it happens but um as far as older men being placid, that's something i have experience with mm
1: -hmm, yep yep that does happen
0: it does it does yeah Yeah.
1: no it's a whole sex with older men is a different a different animal altogether yes it is
0: yeah i like that you called it an animal (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So so it was just it was funny because I told my stepmother and she's, you know, she's very liberal and she used to be a big fan because he seemed like a liberal person. But now he thinks that the far left is like as crazy as the right. So now he also dual opportunity, making fun of, you know, criticism. Mm -hmm. And so now she doesn't like him anymore because she's liberal and um but i i told her that and she said oh no she said he's too old for you (laughs) like (laughs) honestly i don't know that he is i mean maybe but i don't know Hmm. he probably is but but (laughs) how old is he we don't know i have no idea he's probably in his 60s yeah i'm in my 50s you know (laughs) it's fine it's not too old
1: yeah really
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's he's a, a politically literate person. I don't mm-hmm. think he's <laughs> That's actually in his favor. Yeah. So that was my first little fragment. And um I had one other dream that um makes me think that I'm lonely mm. is that I was hooking up with someone else and then and this is probably also day residue, because then he, um, at, at, towards the end of the dream, I was leaving and I was hoping he'd come outside. I wanted another kiss from this person. And, but before come, going through the room, he saw a woman that he used to be dating or engaged to or something, and he connected with her. And I was like, oh, okay, not me. But then I went outside and then he came outside. So I don't know what that meant, but I was thinking, I just watched a reality TV show called um, The Ultimatum (laughs) because I'm a geek. I mean, it's not even geeky because I'm a loser.
1: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) hey, hey, hey,
0: hey, hey. None of that. (laughs) 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 But um, by the end of this, the men had to decide if they were going to, propose to the girlfriend or if they're gonna allow her to live with another one of the men for three weeks and they were like and um and a couple guys like were freaked out that the possibility of the you know the girlfriend to go live with someone else and they, they like proposed right then and there they just and so it somehow reminds me of that scenario where you know there's the old girlfriend and then the new and um, I think I thought he chose the old but then I don't know that was just interesting I don't have any uh, mm. real ideas about that if you do please jump in
1: I mean I, I am finding it interesting that both of the dream snippets were of hooking up I know so I mean, <laughs> Yeah. You know, um, it doesn't always mean what it means.
0: (laughs) Right. Right.
1: Right. I mean, I guess it depends, you know, and I didn't ask you this. How did this all feel? Because that's that's really going to be indicative of what the meaning is, is how how it felt.
0: I know you like uh, the difference between how you felt in the dream and then how you feel when you wake up.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: In the dream, I felt a little, like self-conscious, and and then like oh, I felt like maybe I was doing something wrong because he might have been with this other woman. Um, but waking up for it from it, I did also see the similarity with the Bill Maher dream, and this one. There, you know, I felt so. Similar. I was kind of <laughs> thinking thematically.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, I don't know that I, you know, if it is what it is, it makes sense that you'd be longing for that or craving that. And, you know,
0: yes, it does.
1: <laughs> just being alone, I know, I get that. I'm a little older, so I'm like the craving for sex is a little different. Um,
0: I'm not that much younger than you, Hen.
1: Are you, I don't know, is this okay to like talk about him? In-
0: sure, I'm 52.
1: Are you? But are you in menopause? Not yet. Yeah.
0: So that's what makes the oh,
1: difference. Okay. The
0: number. Yeah, yeah. I'm not at all. And I'm. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck, man? Aren't I old enough? Now
1: 52. I wouldn't have been if I didn't have a. If I didn't have a partial hysterectomy, I probably wouldn't have been in menopause. Oh, either. okay. Uh-huh. I would have been like, I think. it, I think I actually stopped cycling probably in my late 50s. To okay. Be honest. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I didn't have a. Oh,
0: I, I'm not going to rush it then. If I. Now, no, I mean, knowing that your sex drive goes way down,
1: it just changes. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna say that. I don't want to yes. make. I don't want bad mouth the whole experience, but it's not yeah. an easy. It's not an easy journey on the woman's body, psyche, energy. Really, it does. It does a lot of different things. Yeah, hormonally. and that's definitely one of them. Like you're not hormonally like the impetus okay. for sex is becomes different. Okay. Um,
0: so you're not driven by somehow. That. I don't believe that that will happen to me but if it does you'll be first to know
1: it, i would be surprised if it didn't but i you know, okay. i hope it doesn't and maybe it doesn't for everybody but every woman i know it has that is how, what's happened Ooh. and I'm not nothing it goes away just changes okay just changes yeah, okay. just okay. changes. yeah. <laughs> so so anyway why did i get into talking about that um we're
0: talking about age
1: just no it doesn't even matter just saying for you like if I'm you in the dream, my projection is, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I want that. I want that. Yeah. I want physicality. I want sex. I want a connection. Um, but just to make out, you know, and even like, okay, if we look at it sort of metaphorically, it's just, it's about intimate connection. Right. And so hooking
0: up, I mean, even that hooking up and you hook up yeah. a trailer to your car, you know, yeah.
1: hook up different aspects of your life, right. That, or just connecting
0: connecting you know, exactly
1: okay. exactly and you know if i go deeper into the sort of Jungian exploration it's like well okay you know if you're every part of the dream then it's like maybe hook you know hooking up with that sort of the opposite of you your your opposite whether it's the masculine feminine or this belief or your that belief or whatever it is like hooking up to different aspects of yourself bringing those you know. two
0: aspects together
1: like loving so intimately loving some aspect of yourself yes yes. yeah. i mean that's another way of looking at it and it can be both things too it can be that and it can be i'm longing for a sexual partner yes you know
0: yeah both (laughs) and
1: both and and many many other things that i haven't thought of i'm sure (laughs) yes yes um but yeah, seems pretty. It seems pretty clear that dream. It doesn't feel like it has like a million undertones. So it's interesting that you were in a in a place that, with the the Bill Mar dream. You were in a place that was sort of fancy with. Yes. Was there anything it was you know, sort of great, like a
0: an, an awards a party after an awards ceremony,
1: uh-huh. like mm-hmm. so? But you said they were like fancy people or rich people yes. or famous people. Is there any anything that you can kind of
0: get about that? Well, you know, I have MS, <laughs> and so. Um, one thing I think about probably more than I should is that I'll never be the woman with the high heels on uh, and, the, you know, shapely legs and the, you know, short skirt, whatever it is. I, yeah. I won't be that woman with the high heels on. So if a man really likes a woman with pantyhose and high heels, well, that's not me. Right. I know.
1: And so. guess what? That probably wasn't you before your ms it was never me what? <laughs> me too and i don't have ms yes <laughs> in a million years you were not going to find me with pantyhose, and probably not, <laughs> okay. not yet. That, that makes <laughs> me feel better i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> right it's easy to put it on the thing that's you know that sort of limits limits you yeah, but you no
0: know, every not every but most women on the red carpet or whatever award show it is, or whatever, is going to be wearing heels. And that's never been me, and it's not me. No, me yeah. Neither.
1: Me neither. And okay, so that's an interesting, yeah, interesting piece of that, and that whatever feelings you have around that. Mm-hmm. Um, Hmm. Something about impossible, the impossibility Mm. as the. I feel like I'm getting a download. Sorry for the silence. All of a sudden I was just like, but I'm not, but I'm, it's not clear. Okay. (laughs) The impossible possible. What am I, what's happening? Um, Hmm. The impossible becomes possible. I don't know. Maybe in the dream world, you know, we get to experience what seems impossible in our waking life, you know, that we we have the
0: pleasure of experiencing something that we're not experiencing in our waking life. Yes, I have been, I have a whole active imagination, prayer thing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't talk thing, but a prayer walk, it's a prayer walk, Mm -hmm. that I do in um, the liminal places between sleeping and falling asleep and sleeping, and, 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 and the last vestige, the last place within this walk, is manifestation. I joked around and called it the manifestation station, but mm-hmm. um, and and I realized I had had like five things I was manifesting, and then I think I realized I have to put more energy into manifesting healing from <laughs> MS. Mm-hmm. But even in the manifesting dreams, I'm not i I'm not trying to walk in heels. That's not anything right. that I'm trying for. It's right. just yeah. I'd rather walk barefoot, you know, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hmm.
1: Anything else that you wanna know about the
0: dream or at least it was a little bit of a guilty feeling because maybe he was with the other woman. And then mm-hmm. was I being like, I mean, not a home wrecker, but a relationship wrecker or whatever. And I felt mm-hmm. a little guilty about that because I wasn't sure. Um, and also it was unlike me because I'm not going for any guy who has another woman on his arm. You know, that's not, it's not what I want and mm-hmm. I, It's not my morals. I'm not going to do that. So um, that was a little upsetting to me in the dream because I was doing that.
1: Mm. It's
0: not something I would do in waking life.
1: Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then I have a third dream, Mm. which is nothing like the other two. I had a dream that... I was driving with my soon-to-be ex-husband to pick up our son from camp and there was a big group of kids all just playing and we pulled the car up and all of a sudden I see this dinosaur, this like raptor walking, you know, or maybe it's, I think it was a four-legged, so I think, I'm thinking it's a raptor, but mostly the four-legged dinosaurs were herd animals, right, and, and um, I guess they could be omnivore also, but they eat plants, they're herbivores. So, um, but I see this, and for some reason, I think it's a uh, meat eater, you know, and I, and we were picking up our son, and the dinosaur hasn't attacked anyone and hasn't um, threatened anyone either, but I'm feeling like, I don't know that I want my child to go back to this camp, knowing that there's a dinosaur around. And everyone else was calling it a, like a big lizard. It's like, it's not a lizard, or maybe it's a lizard, but it's a dinosaur, a lizard, you know, or <laughs> whatever. And why I think that's day residue is because um, my son has loved dinosaurs since nursery school and he's sixth grader now. And now, He still loves dinosaurs, but it went from just loving the dinosaurs to now he is interested in still playing. He's very playful, but also like paleontology. He wants to be a paleontologist and um, the archeology span of it, the science of it. So it's maturing as he's maturing his interest. But of course he still has the little boy fascinated with his toys interest. And I'll tell. I'll tell a really sweet thing. I'll tell it quietly. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Um, he was going to a friend's house who also loves dinosaurs and who collects them, and and he was bringing a bunch with him, a couple bags of dinosaurs. And I said, "Will you know? Do you know?" I said, "You know? Do you know your dinosaurs? So, like, which ones are yours?" And he said. Yes, I know all of their personalities. Oh my god, that is so adorable! And I was like, That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. Oh my god,
1: he's like totally projected in like an energy into each one of them, right?
0: Like they have names.
1: Them. There's wow. the
0: girls, there's a group of the girls. Oh my god,
1: wow, <laughs> that's so awesome! <laughs> that's so
0: awesome. And it's it. to hear him on the phone with his buddy talking about, oh, she's blah, blah, blah. She, you know, that they, they love their little <laughs> girls as much as they love the boy. <laughs>
1: this
0: is very cute. So, um, so that was really the gist of the dream, but I'm happy to answer questions. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess all the questions, um, what would I say? Yeah, just, um, you know, does it have a title that- seems- Okay. Um,
0: I mean, I just titled a dino in my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, Doesn't really say much about the dream itself, but because it's the only dream I've ever had about a dinosaur. It kind of Yeah, I
1: guess the question too, just as uh something about like dropping him off at a camp or school and Mm -hmm. being afraid of it, like was it was it a fear of this big thing? Like eating him or attacking him or
0: not singling him out mm-hmm. from the other kids but just feeling I don't want to it's the same feeling of like I don't want to send my kid to a camp where there's cougars right you know, who right. you know it was just that like what you know And now that I think of it that would be bad for me to like not let my kid go to camp with a dinosaur there he would not be happy with me <laughs>
1: right he would, about he would, that he would, no you know, dinosaur but that's interesting that's an interesting little bit yeah. too oh yes oh it's so true yeah but he exactly. would love it he, you know exactly he, he Would just see it like his friends
0: <laughs> yeah
1: get to know it <laughs> <personality>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then you know i guess the the sort of i don't know metaphor of a dinosaur is being somebody really ancient yes really old really something in the past yes I don't know what the significance of that is in, you know, in your dream life, if there is any, but
0: yeah, it makes me think of fossil fuel. You know, we find the fossils of the dinosaurs. That's the only way we know that they had lived. And, um, but also the fossil fuel that is deep within the ground, you know, it's like the, the dead plant life and the dead dinosaurs, all of this, Mm -hmm. you know, dematerializes whatever and and somehow turns into a fossil fuel hmm mm-hmm. yeah and that's another thing i'm not you know so jazzed about
1: fossil fuel
0: mm-hmm
1: yeah yeah the earth the whole yeah yeah i know i guess in in a sort of a projection or something that it's making me think of is what you like kind of riffing on what you just said is that is the whole way that things are going in the world and for me I just had this thought this earlier today this morning that I just wish we could go back in time oh I wish we could go way back in time before cell phones yes. before like when you know when you just I don't know you had your family and your neighborhood kids and like there was a sense of community I mean not everyone had that but Right. Just where things were so much simpler and we didn't have like a million thousand different drugs to take, to feel better, you know, feel less depressed, less anxious and more of this less that, you yeah. know, like there wasn't this kind of addiction to yeah. not feeling things and to not thinking about things. It's like, we just, I don't know, maybe I'm, I could be just waxing poetic about what used to be, but just, there was a part of me that was thinking right. about somehow the like, so time
0: you don't have to pay <laughs> yeah. rent. You don't have to buy food. You don't have to.
1: Yeah. Like you know, and vibes and your community. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I never will live mm-hmm. like that, but right the idea <laughs> in, of it that's what i like that's what i would like but it just feels I, like yeah, yeah. things are so things are so progressed technologically and and um and um medically um you know yeah i'm reading a book about dopamine actually oh yeah I, I forget the name of it um it's by a, a yeah i can't
0: remember what it's called what have you learned hmm? what have you learned about dopamine
1: well that that there's so many different ways to get dopamine. You know, there's food, sex, gambling, drugs. Um, you know, too much TV, TV, exercise, and a million different things that create. And it's like dopamine is a good one. You, you, we need dopamine, right, for the balance. But when you when you get too much dopamine via things like drugs or like the addi- addictive behaviors, yes. and anything it could be too much TV, whatever.
0: Yes,
1: it's like the, the you know there's a balance between the pain and the pleasure. And if we get too much pleasure, too much dopamine, then th- then the pain starts to come in to try to balance the scales, right? Yes. And then and so it's just this constant. It's not like even a rebalancing. It's just like the dopamine system just needs more and more dopamine. Yes, not the dopamine system. That's not the correct science. It's the hormonal system. system. The, whole, the the what happens with dopamine? You know yes. the neurotransmitters. Yes. Um, it just needs more in order to feel okay and that's where the addiction comes in but we have so many you know we don't want to i don't know they said something about n- not wanting to feel pain yes so our cult we for whatever reason we it's like you know in in the olden days <laughs> you know back in that culture that we're fantasizing about yes um you know, you just had an experience, like oh, something was uncomfortable or it was a little painful, and then you just figured it out, or you took care of it, or you talked to someone about it, or you—I don't know, I don't really exactly know what I'm saying. But we didn't have all these drugs. It's like, oh, I don't feel good, so I'm going to go take a, like an antidepressant or an anti-anxiety or a Adderall because I'm too hyper, I have too much energy, whatever. <laughs> you know, what there's so many things now that people can take, and people and and are and we're addicted. I mean. And we need more and more. I'm not. I I didn't go that route, but but you know we uh, we all have some version of addiction to to pleasure. We just want to keep feeling good because or not feeling anything or not feeling anything. But the truth is, is that it's okay to feel a little bit. It's okay to hear your own thoughts and not fill in your boredom. And I'm saying that in air quotes for those can't see. You know, like we, you know, boredom. Like we don't want to be bored, but it's like being bored it's like just having nothing to do like you actually that's where things ideas get exactly. that's where a new thought comes up when you just don't yes. have anything in your earbuds you know we're not listening yes. to 10 podcasts and watching six yes. shows at the same yes. time yes so i'm not really sure how that plays into anything about your dreams but, that's but it's
0: true happens. you know the first festival you have you might feel tipsy but uh-huh. then then you know in a couple of months you're going to need to have you know two or three glasses of wine exactly. and then even more than that and even more That's than right. that so, and then
1: even when you don't feel good from those many glasses of wine and you know you're like this isn't working anymore yeah. we're still addicted to the to the yeah. notion that something will change and so we we can't stop because we don't like that that because then there'll be pain, right? When you, when you break an addiction, there's pain, it's pain yes. to come off drugs and stuff. Yes. I mean, it's a real,
0: Absolutely.
1: very yeah. intense physiological
0: and emotional and energetic yes. process. And, you know, and, and, and I mean, maybe this would be considered physiological or is it just physical? Like, like if your body is addicted, like nicotine, mm-hmm. um, there's like physical,
1: hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. Physical discomfort. Yes. I think the physical discomfort is probably first in most of these things. I mean, you've seen uh-huh. movies about where people are detoxing from alcohol and they're vomiting and they're yes. sweating. And it's definitely yeah. a physical process for a hundred percent sure. But it's also yeah. emotional because the reason we started doing the drug or the, or the alcohol or whatever it is, is because something didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And instead of dealing with the, what doesn't feel good, we just want to be like, I don't want to feel this. Yeah. And
0: yeah, you know, I guess I've I, had I, that a lot, worse,
1: please.
0: You, you have, I mean, not a lot, lot, but some, yeah. some pain is so deep that I just didn't want to feel it.
1: Yeah. And I get it. There's no judgment. I, I mean, I don't, I don't do the drug or alcohol thing, but I do Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I just yeah. overdo the Netflix. Sometimes I stay up. It's like, what it's one o'clock in the morning, go to fucking sleep already. Like, what <sighs> <laughs> my eyes are like closing. Like one more episode what is that you know that's an yeah, addiction and i don't, I don't do that every night but i you know i get into periods of time where i do that and so i recognize that as an addiction and i recognize it as something you know that i'm i'm not wanting to i don't know i'm not sure exactly what it is i don't want to feel because i certainly feel plenty and i deal with plenty but <laughs> I don't, whatever.
0: so have you seen the movie uh, the adam project on Netflix. Yes, yeah, yes. You told me about that, and I watched. I, I have it. seen it oh, yeah. so ridiculously many times. And um, one of the things he says is, "Enjoy yourself. It's later than you think." Well, that mm-hmm. just about stopped my heart. It's like, oh my god, I'm in my 50s now, and I I have so much left to do with my life. So I can't check out that.
1: I get that. I feel that too. I feel like I'm sick. I'm turning 62 in a few days yes. <laughs> on Thursday. I'm turning 62. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. And it's like a little life that I feel this, like, I got to hurry up and live the life I'm supposed to be living. And obviously I'm living the life I'm supposed to be living, whatever it is and whatever, yes. it, you know, right. seems to me. But I do feel like there's, there's things that I want to do and I don't exactly uh very specifically know what those things are but i, I want to start to find out because yes. i do want to you know really and also just appreciate that the isness of life right now like that the isness you know? of life yeah that we don't have to kiss bill or make out or hook up with bill maher in order to be like <gasps> even if we want now. to <laughs> 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 we, you know Right, nothing wrong with wanting to or doing it. Right, right. So, yes. Bringing it, just bringing it round, uh, bringing it round to the dream. Bringing all the full
0: full circle.
1: Full circle.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's Um, interesting because my son is sometimes really unkind to me. hmm. More than that, very sweet and very kind and loving. And, but, if there's someone to be, you know, angry with, guess who gets to be that someone. So um, that might have something to do with the dinosaur dream, because I, I know if I didn't let him stay at that camp, I would have an earful, and more than that, you know. Mm.
1: So that was a sense in the dream too, or you're just saying that like now? Nah, like was the sense that he really wanted to go, but you wouldn't let him?
0: Was, was well, there we, we, hadn't, we hadn't told him yet. Oh, okay. To let him. okay. just so to pick just him sure. up, and I saw the dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, not, um, not I was not going to let him. Ooh, the drum thunks, did you hear that? What was that? Uh, the drum, do you see over my left shoulder? Yeah,
1: I did hear something. Oh, God, that's so weird.
0: It, sometimes it thunks, and I always try to pay attention because
1: that is really odd like yeah. is there maybe it's a barometric pressure thing or maybe it's it like might be
0: spirit a, one of the and windows and i ask you what's the difference <laughs> of course i know that. <laughs> i have a window slightly open over there <laughs> yes yeah well that's not- sorry
1: I was just going to say that's what I was thinking when I earlier before we started recording this, you and I were talking about um, uh, the intense wind that we're having here in New Mexico. Yes. I mean, very, very intense, insane kind of wind Yes. and I'm in a new house and there's a lot of weird noises and things that are sort of clunking on the roof with the wind, Yes. that in the middle of the night I heard a knock, 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 like literally Uh, like it sounds like someone's knocking on the door and a couple of times and I was freaking out. But then I, and I started to wonder like, well, maybe it's like the spirit of the wind (laughs)
0: knocking on the door. Hello. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) But Bill Maher never would.
1: No, but he wouldn't because he's an atheist yeah can't have that can't be hooking
0: yeah. up yeah and i have no problem with atheists my well my son is an he my older son is an atheist and my dad was agnostic which i felt was a more humble way you well, know I, I, there's a difference i mean agnostic. you just don't know and right saying i believe there's no god and right agnostic is saying i don't know
1: Right. There could be, but I don't know what it is. That's how, that's, that works for me. I mean, that works okay for me because I kind of feel like that. I I wouldn't call myself agnostic, but I would definitely, I don't know what God is, or I have no idea really. I mean, I could make up my own stories and sometimes I have whatever connections. Sometimes I do. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but I absolutely believe in something, but yeah, atheist is hard for for me to be with somebody who's atheist. I, I couldn't. I couldn't believe, I couldn't be with somebody who doesn't believe in anything more than this earth plane, just.
0: Just a roll in the hay. I think you could, you could be with an atheist for a roll in the yeah. hay. Yes, yes, <laughs> and by the way, you know, there you go.
1: You'll roll with Bill Maher, as long as you're not marrying him.
0: <laughs> he's, not, he's not getting married. So um, yeah, so those, those dreams. And so I know we were talking about th- dream themes earlier and, and of course those first two dreams, I could see the theme, but then this third one, although the only thing is riding in the car with my soon to be ex-husband, but there was nothing
1: mm-hmm.
0: even fr- not, like overly friendly or anything. You know, it felt pretty real, real to what mm-hmm. I like right now. Mm-hmm. And I have a sense it was, um, up Clove Road in High Falls. Mm-hmm. And why I was thinking that is because Lev has gone to wild earth camps for many yeah. years. And that's up there on Clove Road. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of locations where they have it. And so in this dream, it was also in that location. But um I don't really know where exactly, but I mean, I know it was on the right side of the road, whereas the wild earth camps happen on the left side of the road, but it f- felt familiar, like familiar in that, that's where he's been going to summer camp since he was four or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah, doing something familiar with it, with something that's kind of moving on, right? Just. Yeah, I don't know, that's interesting. And that goes with the dinosaur, my dinosaur theme, yes. of the old dinosaur, the old ancient something old. You yes. know? Yes, uh-huh. yes.
0: That's
1: yes. my projection. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know, you know, how, how, but it doesn't all have to be connected, but.
0: No. Something you said about longing for a uh, more simple time in the past, I um when I, I, I was always a hippie, which the original hippies were one generation above us or mm-hmm. two of me. And um, so people would have say, oh, you were born in the wrong time. You should have been born in the 60s, early 60s. And I always felt like, no, I, I don't think so. I think I'm born just yeah. at the right time. and um, And then when you had said, when times were simpler, I, I could relate to that for sure, but I I don't want to be in a different time. This is the time for me, mm-hmm. obviously, because this is when I, I'm alive. We
1: are, right, exactly. I dare you to
0: refute that. <laughs> right,
1: right. So, well, well, you know, yeah, I mean, I think it really isn't about wanting to be in another time as much as wanting to, like, explore different options, different ways of being in this insane world that we're in but also cool like the amazing technology and like amazing things that we can do so it's like how do we be with all that but hold the um the energy the principles the values you know of of something more centered in myself in the earth in connection to community like yes you know Rather than just kind of going further and further out into the, you know, the ether net, <laughs> or right. whatever exactly.
0: you know, the ether.
1: Period. I
0: know for sure that I wouldn't want to. I mean, I believe in reincarnation, so I shouldn't really say this, but I don't want to be born any later than I was because, well, for one thing, I like folk music. <laughs> But more more importantly, it's just, if people are going to have to not live on this planet, it's like, this is not a throwaway world. Like, I don't want to be alive to see humanity unable to breathe or have water to drink or anything like that. So yeah, I'm happy born in 1970, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and that's feels just right. I don't want to come later.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I hear you. Which is something I need to talk to the spiritual world about. <laughs> so I don't have to come right back. Isn't there something I can do here in the spirit plane? <laughs> I don't
1: know if I believe in reincarnation. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Anyway, that's another discussion.
0: Well, and I just want to say it's not only Hinduism or, you know, I'm not exactly sure the difference with reincarnation with Buddhism, but I know for sure Hinduism, and even in Judaism, it's called the Gilgul. And what's Gilgul mean? It means the next incarnation, mm. many incarnations, and it's the Gilgulim, you know, are mm. incarnations. And so that's a part of this, mm. you know, this, um, what do they call? What do they call the three main? I want to say Western, but it's not Western at all. It's Middle Eastern, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam are the Abrahamic traditions. So I just want to say that's also true of the Abrahamic traditions.
1: Hmm.
0: And okay. and I I think I read, not read, I saw a YouTube video that was titled, They Made Everything Up. The people who wrote down the religions, and I'm like, well, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, I'm not going to argue with that. I'm not a literalist at all. Mm-hmm. So that's very likely that it was man-made.
1: Yeah, yeah. I always think all these sort of spiritual and religious principles are are sort of ways to explain the inexplicable. Yeah, exactly like things that happen that are just, just beyond, you know, it's on the soul level
0: that we just can't
1: explain with science or with the practical, you know, language that we have. So they, science wasn't as
0: developed then.
1: So they make up stories and they make up, you know, parables and they make up. Yes. All this stuff. Yes. To explain something, to explain a concept. And yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah. It's very interesting. I need to move on. Yes. And I'm done.
1: Yeah, 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 good. I hope
0: I hope that you feel complete. I do, and thank you so much. Thanks I love sure. the act of dreaming and then talking about our dreams to invite more dreams yeah. to come. That's yeah. just yeah. right.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I hope that that wears off on me a little bit.
0: Wonderful, so, and I just want to say, I think this is our 99th episode. And so our 100th episode will be coming next week. And I want to invite our listeners to, to write to us about a dream and be on our 100th episode. Let's yeah. kick off the 100 and then forward with, with some group dream work. Yeah. And you can cool. either write to me in the comments of this dream of this youtube page or uh again i have a facebook page called um i do have one called living dream but what the dream stream the dream stream podcast is my youtube page and the dream stream on facebook
1: so yes yes i encourage that as well anybody listening just you know have some fun with us and talk about your dreams and maybe get some deeper meaning and pathways forward all kinds of things can happen
0: yes and that's happening in my manifestation station so why not why not in waking life too yeah okay thank you so much you're so welcome my pleasure as always it's always good to have a dream buddy to Uh, definitely
1: share with yeah. yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's really vital for me to have someone to share that with. Absolutely. You can go deeper, you know, not you know, you can tell anybody your dream and they go, uh-huh, mm, uh that's weird. Tell me a dream. <laughs> People don't know what the hell is, you know, if you, you take like, wow, that's weird. Or that's, you know, whatever they <laughs> and it's whatever. I get it. <laughs> I listen to a dream and I think the same thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. But- So, yes, so listeners, please join us and let's um, explore your dreams, too. We really want to do that. I know I say that almost every podcast, but that's something we're really wanting to do for as a service for whomever feels that they would like to do it as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you for joining us. And hola mode metukin. Bye-bye.